Hello, my name is Helen Long, and I'm a postdoc at the Weissman Center of the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And I'm excited to share the results of an evaluation on the longitudinal change in speech classification in children with CP between four and 10 years of age. I'd like to first acknowledge my co-authors, Tristan Marr, Phoebe Natsky, and Paul Rathouse, and the PI of this project, Katie Husted. So the use of classification systems is increasingly common in medical settings, and there have been several classification systems developed for determining both speech and communication functioning in people with CP. Previous research on the gross motor and fine motor classification systems like the GMFCS and MAX have shown relative stability in ratings over time in people with CP. However, because speech is still developing, even in neurotypical children throughout childhood, we were interested in understanding to what extent speech classification changes alongside developmental growth in a longitudinal cohort of children with CP between four and 10 years of age. We also wanted to observe how well early speech classification level ratings at age four predict later classification ratings at age 10. So to do this, we used a sample of 101 children who were recruited as part of a larger long longitudinal project on speech and communication development in CP. We used the Viking speech scale to classify speech impairment across four ages, four, six, eight, and 10 years of age. And the Viking speech scale is a four point ordinal rating scale and children receive a single rating based on the raters perception on the imprecision, imprecision and understandability of speech to unfamiliar listeners. So a rating of one would indicate that the child's speech is not affected by the motor disorder and on the opposite end, a level four indicates the child has no understandable speech whatsoever. We included children in this study who had a VSS rating at at least two of these ages, although about half of our sample contributed data to all four ages examined. So the majority of our sample was white and had spastic CP, and we had a relatively equal spread of participants who were a GMFCS level one, two, four, and five, with very few participants rated as a GMFCS three. Our age groups represented an age band of about one year around each of the ages studied, and the majority of our sample was receiving speech therapy around the time that they received a VSS rating. So figure one shows the observed VSS level ratings by initial or age four ratings. So each panel represents the group of children who received a single VSS rating at the first observed time point or age four. So remember that a VSS four would indicate a severe speech impairment and a VSS one would indicate mild or no perceptible speech impairment. So we can see that our samples VSS ratings frequently decreased with age over time. Specifically those who started at lower VSS ratings at age four in the first three panels most often improved their speech performance by age 10, with the majority of these children 
ending as a VSS 1 or 2 at the latest age studied. But the majority of children in our sample who started as a VSS 4, as you can see in the last panel on the right, with uh, no understandable speech, remained stable at the same rating across all four ages. So figure two shows the estimated average VSS level ratings over time. Specifically, we modeled how ratings changed with age for an average child with CP based on the observed data in our sample. The left panel shows that the average probability of VSS level changed with age such that less severe levels were more likely at older ages. For example, the probability of a child being a VSS-1 with no perceptible speech impairment is relatively low at age four, but the probability of being a VSS-1 is estimated to increase to a 25% probability by age 10. The probability of being a VSS-2 also slightly increases over time, but as the VSS levels continue to increase in severity, we see that the probability of being a VSS-3 decreases by age 10. And although the probability of being a VSS-4 is very high at age four, around a 50% probability, this estimation decreases to around 25% by 10 years of age. So the right panel shows that overall, the estimated average VSS level rating decreases with age. So overall, our results highlight some really important findings. The first is that children with early VSS ratings below level four, so children who start around age four as a one, two, or three, have a good prognosis for speech improvement. However, children who are a VSS four or who have no understandable speech at age four are more likely to remain stable in their speech performance over time. Interestingly, none of the children in our sample showed worsening of Viking speech scale levels between the ages studied, or in other words, no children had more severe speech impairments at age 10 than their initial levels of impairment at age four, although there was some variability observed between these ages. So this is one of the first studies to longitudinally observe speech impairment classification over time in children with CP and, and to use these data to estimate the probability of speech impairment classification using a longitudinal data set. Overall, we found that early speech performance is highly predictive of later childhood speech abilities. And although children are likely to improve over time, Children with very severe speech impairments at young ages have a guarded speech prognosis for continued improvement. Um, it's important to remember that the majority of these children were receiving speech therapy throughout their time and participation in the study. Uh, our findings highlight the need to make referrals to speech as early as possible, even before age four for further evaluation by a speech language pathologist to begin treatment for speech and AAC needs. There's a growing body of research showing that the wait and see approach to speech and language can be detrimental to later outcomes. So it's extremely important that we identify and refer kids with CP at risk for speech impairment as early as possible to support these children and their families 
and to improve communication outcomes in kids with CP. Uh, thank you so much for your interest in this study. Please feel free to contact me with any questions. I would just like to thank the families and children who participated in the study and acknowledge the funding support that allowed this project to become a reality. Thank you again.